when I was a kid, my sister learned how to play the game incredibly well. She would do something that would be obviously wrong. Then she would be the first to tell my mother that it was I that did it. Mom would come back to me and usually it meant big trouble coming in my direction. I would be so furious because I would know that obviously my sister was lying. But my mom, you see, she didn't know that initially. By the time I explained my side and my mom had sorted it out, the damage was done. Even though my sister would be in trouble, I was still upset and hurt. We are living in times right now that move so quickly that most individuals do not have the time nor the capacity to sort through what is true and what is not. By the time the truth comes out, folks are already far down the road chasing the next story. The damage is done. Beliefs are set in stone. And there's nothing we can do about it. How do we fight this new way of the world and how it chooses to operate? How do we stand for honor, righteousness, goodness, and the things that make us who we are? By the way, how do we define those things? By what metric? I believe that when the founding fathers created the Constitution, they had a very specific view in mind. They wanted to create a world where all voices were allowed at the table. They wanted all perspectives to be present. However, they wanted to make a place in which we all had an equal right to believe what we held so dearly to. If that meant that an idea would beat a different idea eventually, so be it. The best ideas would eventually rise to the top money was honestly, in many cases, secondary to the ideas these individuals had in mind. One of the things they warned continually against was integrating money and selfishness above the common good of the American people. As I was putting together the notes for today's show, the top stories I was looking at are all centered around greed, selfishness, people valuing themselves above others. One of the things I hope that you'll understand and take away from today's episode is that it does not matter if my mom sorted out who was right and who was wrong. What mattered is how I reacted and treated my sister afterward. Not only that, how I treated my mom during the incident and how I responded to her once it was over. You see, therein lies what I truly valued. Did I value being right? Or did I value the individual? There is a right and there is a wrong in our world. However, I would rather spend my life chasing after how to love people well over chasing who is right and who is wrong. That is how we beat the new way the world operates. We value individuals. We choose to love. We choose to allow better ideas 
to beat inferior ones. Welcome to the experience. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Um, As we're getting into our episode, I wanted to start off I wanted to start off by inviting you to a couple of things. A couple of things coming up. First is our new newsletter that is out. That newsletter is going to feature all kinds of things. It's going to feature content about society. It's going to feature content about pop culture. It's going to feature content about what I'm learning from. It's going to feature content of interviews and videos and things that I just think are relevant to you in whatever space you play in today. And you can subscribe to that newsletter by clicking the link that's going to be in the show notes for this episode. And I encourage you to do that because when you when you do that and opt in, you're actually opting into a larger community. Um, so I like to be transparent with with my business and with what I do. And so what happens is, is you're going to opt in to that email and then you're going to have five or six, I forget how many it is, automated emails. And they're going to come five or six days in a row. And through those emails, you're going to get to know me on a personal level much better. You're also going to be invited to things. So for instance, I have a Facebook group that's a private Facebook group. And in that group, there's a lot of conversations around things that people might feel uncomfortable hearing from or talking about or doing that otherwise. I also have a text messaging group that you'll be invited to. Um, there's also a Telegram group. If you don't know what Telegram is, it's an app that has encoded texting. And it's a great place to just build community and hang out. And so um, that's a spot where a lot of people come together and when we just kick it and we text back and forth, we message, uh, ideas are thrown out. It's a good time. And, and there's also, right, not only that, there is all of the things that you gain access to on the back end. And so I have, I have bonus content. I have videos for you that you'll be invited to that are in a hidden playlist on YouTube. And you only get access to those if you subscribe to the email. And so that's all that you get to gain by signing up for, for the email. Um, I have a lot of projects, a lot of fun things I'm working on that are going to launch in 2022 in the new year. Isn't that funny that it's already, we can say the new year, right? It's November now. But I wanted to invite you to that. I think it's going to be of value, whether you're in the business world or if you're my mom, right? I think there's value in this content that's coming out in the newsletter, regardless of who you are. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes. Go ahead, follow me on Facebook, Follow me on Instagram. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I have a lot of bleep to get to today. I got a lot of bleep to get to today. 
I got my friends who are part. I'm not, see, I'm not part of the hip hop community. I'm a fan of the hip hop community. I'm a fan of the art that comes out of the hip hop community. I'm a fan of artists in the hip hop community. I'm a fan of all of that. A lot of noise this week. Stuff. Yawning. A lot of stuff. Joe Budden came out as bisexual. Joe Budden, if you don't know, is one of the is probably has the largest hip hop podcast, music podcast, culture podcast um, for the hip hop community in the world. Came out as bisexual and then took it back. And it's kind of looking like it was a ratings grab. Travis Scott, tragically, um, Travis Scott over the weekend was hosting his Astroworld Festival in Houston, where he's from. And Travis is an incredible artist, um, designer, he's a fashion guy. He's he's so much more than just a hip-hop artist. Uh, I would never just put him in that box, but... He held, he, he's been holding since 2018 a festival each, each year in Houston, Texas. And tragically, I believe it was, I believe it was Friday night. Tragically, eight people died and they're investigating it. There were around 50,000 people there. It's terrible. Kanye West now known as Ye. Ye did an interview with Drink Champs, and it was over two hours of content, and it is, I watch a lot of bleep. I watch a lot of bleep. There's a lot of interviews I've watched. There's a lot of content I've consumed this year. This is in my top five. This is in my top five. There's no question about it. It is in my top five has to be. It has to be. Hip-hop community. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. A lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to get into it. Meta, Facebook Corporation. It's no longer. Now it's called Meta. They're not taking away Facebook or Instagram. It's just the parent company, kind of like how Google, the parent company is called Alphabet Group. Facebook's parent company is now called Meta. We'll talk a little bit about what that means. I think it has some interesting ramifications and, it, and tells us where Facebook is headed. Aaron Rodgers is out. I'm recording this Sunday afternoon. He's out against the Chiefs today. And the reason why is because he caught COVID-19. And he's facing a ton of blowback for an interview he did on the Pat McAfee show where he defended himself and talked about not being vaccinated. And, well, let's just say he connected with Joe Rogan on how to get himself immunized and how to take care of himself while he has COVID. It didn't go over well. We're going to get into that. But I want to start off with a book. At the end of the show, it's going to be my suggested book of the week. But this book is called Woke Inc. 
Woke Inc. And it's exactly what you thought it was going to be. It's by Vivek Ramswamy. Ramswamy. It's a fun name. Homeboy. He's from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. His parents are immigrants from India. He is an incredible, incredible, incredible author. He founded a pharmaceutical company. He's been featured in the New York Post. New York Times, Fox News, everywhere. And he's coming out. Not like Joe Budden. We'll get into that later. No, he's coming out and he's exposing corporate America in what he calls one of the dirtiest places on earth. And I think we all know that, but he, what he illustrates is incredible. What he talks about is stomach turning. In the opening lines of the book, he recalls a time when he was in his early twenties, he was in college and he was interning at Goldman Sachs. And the story he tells is of what, the company called Service Day. And so they were told to wear work clothes. And they went to a garden, a public garden area, somewhere in New York, I'm not sure where, New York City. And they all got there, the the trees and the shrubs were there ready to be planted. And when he shows up, all the other workers who are part of Goldman Sachs were all standing around. They weren't doing anything. They were joking and ribbing. And he was even catching some of them talking about how they were going to go get drinks afterwards. And all of a sudden, one of the executives shows up, full suit, and announces they're going to take a picture. They take a picture, and then he says drinks are on him, and they all go to a bar, and they don't plant a single tree. And Vivek is talking with one of his coworkers and he mentions, he says, you know, do you know the golden rule? And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do unto others as you'd have done unto yourself. And he goes, no, you're going to learn a new one. It's called the Goldman rule. Whoever has the gold makes the rules. And that statement is chilling to me. And so he begins to pull back the curtain and shows how the new move towards what he calls wokeonomics has turned the political landscape within major corporations upside down. He mentions the CEO, Jamie Dimon, Dimon, something like that, of JP Morgan, aka Chase, Chase Bank, and how last summer during the George Floyd protests, you know, he had his camera, he had a camera on him and he was in his office. He was kneeling and he had a mask on in his office, nobody around him, kneeling and he had a mask on. And the post went something like, you know, standing in solidarity with 
all of those protesting today, but he had a mask on and he was the picture of everything that the progressive agenda would say should be done. He talks about how he knows Jamie and how he truly does believe those things. The problem is, is that when he was asked, Jamie DeMond was asked at one point if he would ever consider running for president. And his response was to laugh. He laughed and he said, of course, I wouldn't, I would love to be president. I just would never want to be elected. And that statement is telling. And I don't think it's just him. I think it's the CEO of Walmart. I think it's the CEO of Goldman Sachs. I think it's the corporate oligarchy that's going on in America today. I think that's how many of them think. You see, an elected politician has people they have to answer to. Every four years, if you're the president, every six, if you're a senator, and so on and so on. If you're the CEO of Chase, of JP Morgan, you don't answer to anybody, but you have a platform as big and as powerful as anybody else. If tomorrow he decided that you weren't allowed to purchase things with Chase credit cards and debit cards from certain businesses, and somehow he got that approved, even though I believe that would be unlawful, how many people was lives listening to this with that jack up? If he comes out and says something, he has a platform as big as the president's because he's in charge of J.P. Morgan. If the CEO of Coca-Cola comes out and says, we're not serving this beverage anymore or this product anymore because we believe it's X, Y, Z, how many people are going to drink it? How many people are going to consume it? What about the workers who are depending on that line because they make that line of beverage. They're just out. What if they come out and condemn something else? We're seeing this all the time. Major League Baseball, when the Georgia voting laws and rights were going on in the spring and they pulled the All-Star game from Atlanta, it was a major thing. These Organizations and companies have major platforms and what they're choosing to do with them is voice their personal preferences over the preferences of what their company should stand for. You see, it substitutes the fact that a corporation is not a human being. It's run by humans, but a corporation and its interests are not human. But what they figured out is that they can fake people and they can make you think that Coca-Cola really does care about certain things. What ends up happening is you're going to spend money. They don't actually care. They're going to create a little slush fund where they can put money towards certain philanthropic things. As long as you keep buying the Coke, they don't care. But they did their duty. And all they really care about is the money. 
And he exposes all of this. It's a fascinating read. Uh, I'm almost done with it. It's incredible. He exposes a lot of corruption. It came out in August 2021. Exposes a lot of corruption. It exposes a lot of, of things. He talks about Ibram X. Kendi. He talks about Robin D'Angelo, um, who are what who I believe are hucksters. But it, he exposes a lot of things and he talks about what's happening. And actually, he talks about how the people who believe these things are, are good people. They're good intentioned people. And they're being preyed upon by these corporations and their CEOs. It's a fascinating book. I highly suggest it. Um, I have the link to it in the show notes. I, I really suggest, it's one of my favorite books I've read this year. Um, really suggest that you check it out. Let's get into this Joe Budden thing. For those of you who don't know who Joe Budden is, uh, Joe Budden's probably just his most famous song was Pump It Up. It was featured on the soundtrack of Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. So the second Fast and Furious movie. Um, incredible lyricist. Uh, one of the best lyricists, in my opinion, in hip hop. Um, also, great depressed music. Like, if you're depressed, go listen to his music, man. Turn on some mood music four. And like, good Lord, just get in your feelings. Well, Joe has retired in 2016 from being a rapper, being a hip hop artist, and has moved on. And he is now a mogul in charge of the Joe Budden Network. And he, his podcast, the Joe Budden Podcast, is by all accounts the largest hip hop pod, podcast, hip hop culture podcast in the world. And on the episode that aired this past Wednesday, he came out as he was talking about DaBaby, who is an, a huge hip hop artist. Um, he was talking about him and how. Rolling Loud, it was featuring concerts by him again. And a few months ago, Rolling Loud pulled him off of everything because he had a rant that was very homophobic, very transphobic, all those things. And now all of a sudden they're back featuring him. By the way, Woke Inc., just saying. Um, they're back now featuring him. And he's they're, they're sponsoring a tour he's doing. And in it, he... Joe has this weird rant. He's this really weird rant where he's talking about how basically he's being sabotaged and blackmailed. The baby is being sabotaged and blackmailed by the LGBTQ community. It's a very convoluted, con you got to listen to the episode to understand it in its context. But Joe all of a sudden announces that he's bisexual. And the fallout was big. Joe never refuted it in the episode. He kept it moving. His friends didn't blink, and he just kept rolling. Yesterday's episode came out on Saturday. And he's trying, he's in cleanup mode. His ex comes out to hear he, She's talking about how he's not bisexual. He's a woman beater. He's all these things. And it got me thinking. Are we all just trying to figure out what the thing is to leverage? Like whatever the thing is that we can just leverage and make money on. Is that guy, is that where we're at now? Is that, is that what we're doing? I listen to the Joe Budden podcast twice a week, man. I've been subscribed to his Patreon. I love Joe Budden. I love his music. 
I've enjoyed listening to his podcast. I hate what happened with Rory and Maul. That's a whole other thing. If you're a fan, you, you if you know, you know. But is this what we're doing? Ratings lag and all of a sudden, all of a sudden we, we do this. We just plan with things, chasing whatever it is. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that this is where we've gotten to, that we have to chase whatever the thing is with woke politics, with wokeness, with with identity politics. And this is where we've had to go. Joe Budden has to come out as bisexual. I don't believe he's bisexual, by the way. By all accounts, he is not bisexual. But he's saying it, and he's not refuting it, and he's letting it out there. And now everybody's tuning into his podcast. Now, I'm not going to say one way or the other if that's exactly what he was doing, but it sure smells like it. Why do we have to do this? Travis Scott. First off, my condolences to the eight people that passed away this past Friday at his concert. So the report is this. Travis Scott is another, he's not just a hip-hop artist. I don't want to call him that. He's more than that. He's a genius. He's a creative extraordinaire. He is all of those things. He's that guy. And since 2018, he's been hosting what he calls Astro World Festival in Houston, Texas. And it's a huge music festival. There were 50,000 people Friday night in Energy Stadium, which I believe is where the Houston Texans play football. Sold out all of the things. Craziness, right? And all of a sudden, the crowd started surging forward. It started surging forward and people were freaking out and there were people running for exits. There were all this stuff happening and there's an investigation into the whole situation because eight people are dead. There are rumors that it was an overdose. There are rumors that it was drugs being passed around that were bad. There are rumors these people were trampled to death. There are all sorts of rumors going all over. All sorts of rumors going all over the place. But here's here's what I'm looking at with, with this. Travis came out. He's after, he didn't even know this happened until after the show was done. Uh, Kylie Jenner, who is his wife, I believe it's his, I believe they're married, um, came out and said he had no idea until after the show. They're both sick. All of this. Where does personal responsibility lie in a situation like this? That's where my brain goes. Was that Travis's fault? Was it the stadium's fault? Is it anybody's fault? Does personal agency just have to take over and you have to be responsible for yourself? And why do we need to blame somebody? Is it necessary? I hate it when things like this happen. Because here's the thing. I was thinking about this. Had Travis known, because it happened while he was on stage, had Travis known, 
if he stops that concert, Travis Scott fans, those people are going to burn the place to the ground. I mean, those tickets, I'm sure, were not cheap. And they are passionate about Travis Scott. What do you do? What do you do? Be safe out there, man. Prayers for people affected by this. Prayers to the families of the individuals who lost their lives. Prayers to Travis, his family, his friends, people around him. See, I believe that we all have personal agency. I believe that we all are responsible for ourselves. I do. I believe that very strongly. I also believe, I also believe that we're called to care for the people around us. So as I'm looking at this situation, I I see two things. I see, yes, people need to be responsible for themselves. If they're overdosing, if they're, no, they're not trying to take fentanyl. They're not trying to take bad drugs. They're they're not trying to, to die. And I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, man, in the culture of today, when so many people are dying from fentanyl, be careful. Be careful. And if that's not what it is, and it was people trampling other people and just chaos, we need to care for each other. And it goes both with both situations. If it's fentanyl, if it's trampling, we need to care for each other. And our world today does not care about anybody. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Prayers out, man. Prayers out to everybody impacted by that. Investigation is ongoing. See what happens. Drink champs. Nori. Nori. Wow. If you haven't heard, Drink Champs, which is a very popular YouTube channel, podcast, all of that. They had a special guest on this week. You may know him as Yeezus. I know him as Kanye West. And Ye came on with Nori. And man, wow. He was on the show for over two hours and like, I learned so many things from that interview. I encourage all of you, I'm gonna link to it in the show notes. I'm gonna encourage all of you to go and look at this video. It's incredible. Ye is a genius. He's a genius, man. I don't know what else to say. He's creatively just on another level. He is creatively just on another level. He's on another planet. And it's not even close, like, and it's not even close. He's a creator. He's a fashion icon, businessman, entrepreneur. He's on the board of Gap. All of these things. Oh, was he talking? Talking about the music industry. He was talking about business, woking. 
he was talking about just all sorts of things. And what it taught me and what I, what I learned is he said this line when he said, when people don't understand you, they label you as insane. Christopher Columbus was insane. Jesus was insane. Many people who we don't understand, we label as insane. And in listening to him, his brain just runs at a different RPM. And I, I was fascinated. I was enthralled. I was all those words. Um, incredible interview. I encourage all of you to go and to listen, um, to watch, to consume. Let me know what you think. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. Really enjoyed it. Meta. Woke Inc. Meta. If you haven't heard, a few weeks ago, Facebook announced that the parent company, which to this point was just called Facebook Inc. It's now being called Meta. And, you know, it, it has a lot of, there's a lot of um, business, immediate business reasons why you want to do this, right? They're getting into, with, with the Oculus, right? They're getting into um, augmented reality, virtual reality, all these things. They're trying to figure out how to interface and all these different things with Facebook and whatever. Man, if this is not them trying to shift the headlines, off of them. I don't know what is. They've been in the headlines getting blasted. They're on Capitol Hill. They've got people accusing them in every direction. And then they come out with Meta. It does not make you look better if you change your company name to Meta. If you are scared of being called a monopoly, if you're scared of being called whatever, censoring people, it doesn't make you look better to call yourself Meta. I'm telling you that right now. You are not better for that by calling yourself meta. And so, you know, again, back to personal agency, back to Woke Inc. These companies, they think that they're getting us and pulling the wool over our eyes. And we have, you just have to be watching, man. I'm not saying boycott Facebook. What I am saying is be careful. Download a VPN for your phone, for your tablet, for your computer, whatever. Be careful. These companies are shady. Shady. And I love Facebook. I use it for my podcast, for my business. I'm also just aware that these people are shady. I'm just aware. Aaron Rodgers has COVID and admitted he's not actually vaccinated. Instead, he's been immunized with an alternative plan. He stated he has reached out to Rogan. Rogan famously got COVID. What is it now? Probably two months ago. And CNN ran all the headlines saying that he wasn't vaccinated, that he was taking horse dewormer, all these things. And he's on that Rogan, that Rogan treatment. And he went on the Pat McAfee show and had an interview. And in the interview, um, Leftists are calling it just this this lunatic anti-vax rant. He was saying very relevant things. I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well. It was an incredible interview. 
um, it was him being very honest, very real, and explaining and talking about the vaccine. It scares me when I'm not even allowed to talk about something. When I'm not allowed to speak about something and when you immediately slap a label on it and tell me that I'm that I'm an anti-vaxxer, that I'm anti-anti-anti-anti, that I should be canceled, baloney. Baloney on that. Baloney on that. Listen to, listen to his interview. There's a five-minute clip. It's in the show notes. Check that out. You tell me. What do you think? I think he's, he's being very rational in what he's saying. And shame on the NFL. Shame on the NFL. Woke Inc. playing the game. They knew he wasn't vaccinated. Shame on the NFL. Shame on the NFL. Shame on the media for a lot for propagating these lies. Bleep you. Bleep you. All right. Let's get into this. What am I listening to? Well, I'm glad you asked. Ed Sheeran. I am still on this Ed Sheeran album. Um, it's called Equals. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's incredible. The Joker and the Queen is my favorite song. I sing that to my wife because I'm a sappy, love-struck lunatic. Um, it's incredible. Post Malone came out with a new song with The Weeknd. Like the artist, The Weeknd. You need to listen to that. Mick Jenkins, who might be not be a mainstream name that you've heard of, but if you're a hip-hop head... Like I am, you've heard of Mick Jenkins. He came out with an album. It's phenomenal. It's tremendous. It's all those things. I'm linking these three things in the show notes. What I'm reading, Woke Inc. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Woke Inc. Go get that book. I'm linking it in the show notes. By the way, the show notes is where you can find everything. What am I watching? I'm watching that Kanye West interview. I'm going to watch it again. I might try to make my wife watch it. Um, but my goodness, was it good. My goodness, was it good. All this is linked in the show notes. Finally, what did Todd Google this weekend? Are you ready? What did I Google this weekend? What did I Google this weekend? Number, there's three. There's three that were funny. Number three. Number three. Do horses only sleep when they stand? The answer is no. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a horse sleeping laying down? Because I haven't. And I passed a pasture that had different horses in it. And I was wondering to myself, I wonder if these bleepers just sleep out in the field standing up. I have questions. How does that happen? How do they not fall down? Somebody needs to explain this to me better than Google did because Google just basically was like, nope, they can sleep standing, they can sleep laying down, they can do all those things. And I'm just like, these bleepers. Horses are crazy, man. Number two. Can you die from drinking too much caffeine? The answer is maybe. It can lead to heart arrhythmia, can lead to high blood pressure. Those are the things that'll kill you. Not necessarily the caffeine. 
Number one. If you stick your penis on a cold flagpole outside, will it stick like that kid's tongue did in the movie? The answer is yes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead, leave us a rating, write a review, sign up for our newsletter. You can click the link. It's directly in the show notes What on whatever podcast player you listen to. I'd be so grateful for that. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and write a review. Thank you so much for joining the experience today. Deuces, y'all. <laughs>